Welcome to Three Letter Thursdays, a Marvel Street podcast. We're here. You didn't do that. Um, hey guys, welcome back. Hello. We've got lots to talk about this week. Yeah, we had a great question from Luke Marshall at the kiosk from Newcastle. Legend. Yes. Absolute dude. Yeah, he's well experienced in coffee. And he runs it runs an awesome shop. Not that I've been there yet, but um, after meeting him and hearing all the reports from Joe and from your experience down there recently, he's, yeah, he's doing awesome things and progressing. Yeah. I went there when they were just about to set up water filters and all that sort of stuff and... I saw photos the other day, totally different joint. Yeah. The place looks amazing. Yeah, they're, doing, they're doing great things. Yeah. Legends. So it'll be a bit of a techie kind of uh, barista session. A few questions on extraction and why we do what we do. There's a, well, we've kind of spoken about, um, maybe maybe just in, um, introduce the questions and, yeah. then, and, and then we'll hit them <coughs> after we've... Yeah, so... Um, Luke's question, I'll just read it straight off the bat. Um, hey guys, I've been listening to Three Leader Thursdays regularly now and trying to get all the staff to sign up for the newsletter and tune in also. Thanks, Luke. Um, Thanks, Luke. He says, yeah. I'd, I'd love to hear a little bit about brew recipes and ratios and why we want the extraction to be at a certain time and grams in and grams out. Then why a coffee tastes it, the way it does when it's over and under extracted. Um, he goes on to say, with coffees I've worked with in the past, I would normally run a black espresso a little bit longer and faster than I would make a espresso to go with milk. Uh, currently, I'm finding a good flavor profile when I run the Thunderbird coffee at 31 to 33 seconds, 44 grams out, which um, we use for black and for milk. Uh, I guess I'm wondering why Thunderbird brew recipe calls for a shorter extraction when black. By shorter extraction, he means shorty coffee yield. liquid yield compared to white yeah yeah uh, but the, the the brew guides for thunderbird are 20 20 in 38 to 40 out 36 to 30 36 to 40 out and yep. then 40 to 44 out so black and white respectively mm. so as cool. nico said we've talked about this a little bit before but we're definitely going to answer um a bit more there was an episode number 12 called the dial in is dead where we really the dial in is dead the dial in is dead um, number 12 number 12. 12 so go back and listen to that if this episode doesn't answer your yeah. questions completely it's, uh, or leaves you wondering more wondering the, more the dial in is there is probably more about why we do what we do yeah. um, but we'll touch on that again today I think and just you know there's there's definitely room for conversation there um, <coughs> but you know it's been a, it's been a busy week we've got, we've got Charlie working for us now She's, yeah Charlie well done yeah. this position's been filled thanks for yeah. everyone that applied for the job it was humbling to yeah. get such an overwhelming response from um, the community. Uh, awesome. Yes, so many responses. Sorry it took us so long to get back to some of you. Uh, I think I've got to all of you now. And, you did well today. Thanks for uh, those emails, Mikey. Yeah. yeah. Thanks and to everyone. Hopefully we'll see some of them, some of those applicants anyway and come down and cup. And yeah, and if you have applied for that position um, and you do want to be involved, just come to the cupping. Just come and say hello. And yeah. It's open every Wednesday. 10.30 a.m. Mm. Tuesday. Tuesday, 10.30. Yes. <laughs> Bless me. Um, uh, yeah, every Tuesday, 10.30 a.m. Cool. Let's what get you, stuck into the question. Uh, weekly recap. Oh, God, what has happened this week? We've been wow. going at it. Joe's going away next week, so. Yeah, so I've been busy tying up lots of bits and bobs. And I'm glad the just, lights are still flying. Yeah, well, uh, hopefully. Um, I'm off to Bali, or I'm off to Nusa Lembong and via Bali, so um, the volcano has been on and off, on and off, but um, looks like I'll get there. Yeah. So this time next week, I'll be hooning around Nusa Lembongan with, uh, with a, one, a one and a half year old on my back and um, a seven year old in between my legs <laughs> on a scooter. <laughs> it be fun on a surfboard in the rack. Yeah, a surfboard in the rack and uh, goggles hanging off. The one and a half year old's neck and it'll yeah, be great. Leave the helmet at home. <laughs> Drink, drinking uh, barley coffee. <laughs> That'll be weird. I don't know if I can handle barley that. Coffee. Barley coffee. Just, just take coffee with you. Uh, take, you you know, take coffee with you. <laughs> They've got bottled water over here because you can't drink the water there. So. Oh, we're, we're taking a water filter. We're going to do plastic free. We're, like, we're not going to put any plastic in the bin. We're That's gonna, amazing. We're going to bring it all home because yeah, they burn good. it. So yeah. we're going to bring it all home. That's it was one of my, one of my hates from 
going last time was there's so much plastic. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, we just want to... Take your own water filters. Take our own water filter. Uh, it's got a UV light, so it zaps all the bugs. And um, Is it portable? Yep. Does it remineralize so you can, like, add some magnesium in so that your coffee tastes really good? <laughs> no. <laughs> it, leave, out, yeah. it doesn't remove magnesium, though. All oh, right. So if it's in there, it stays in there. It does remove all your chlorides, and it's really As long cool. as it gets rid of the bugs, I suppose. Yeah, well, it gets... UV. UV. Awesome. Yeah. Epic. So, uh... Yeah, well, two weeks. Plastic free Indo. Wow, well, that'd be great. <laughs> Can't wait. Be great. Cool. Mm. So I've that's what's been happening this week. I've just been doing a refresher course in Joe's World, um, and owning it too. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, it's funny how much you remember. I did this once last year when you went to the snow, and and I remembered a fair bit of it. So uh, yeah, over the next two weeks, I'll be handling all things um, ordering, I guess, and. And if you need help with anything on that side, just get in contact with me. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. 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 I'm, I'm great. It's good. awesome to see that you can hand over that, all that tech stuff that you've been doing to... Uh, oh. I'm, 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 I'm just a, nervous a, that a he'll do a better job than me and I'll come back hopefully, and my job no. won't be here. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, spreadsheets I, are wild. Hopefully he does do a better <laughs> so job good. and then you can do something else. Yeah. That, that is awesome. so good. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, they? Uh, yeah. I, I feel bad asking Joe spreadsheet questions when I'm trying to do stuff, but I think he secretly likes helping me. <laughs> I, I love it. Love, yeah. Like that little session we had yesterday on your green forecasting spreadsheet. Yeah. Like that was awesome. That yeah. was cool. Yeah, it's, it's good great. to see that forecasting happening. Yeah, we've got some great. Uh, and on that note, uh, we spoke to uh, you know, kind of working on coffees for August September arrival, and we spoke to. Uh, and July this month, there's, there's, a, there's a there's a container coming um, this month. I spoke to Mark from Caravella. Yeah, so we've got a a, a Gesha coming, mm. um, exclusive to us, and thanks Stumptown <coughs> and Stumptown and Stumptown. So, so in, in Australia, you know, you will be the only 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 um, cowboys roasting it, and mm. um, um, we've got some Guatemalans and some Hondurans. Um, uh, has he got an El Sal's? Are they coming? El Sal's. El yep. Sal's. Yep. Did the Pacamara make, make the cut? Uh, yes. It did. And, and the Babon was the best one, though. The Babon. Yeah. Mm. So buying both? amazing. Yeah. But, so we've got a Babon and a Pacamara for El Salvador. Yeah. But so like, you know, good variety, good Central American coffees yeah. and coming fresh. I mean, these coffees in the past generally arrive, you know, September, October. Like, yeah. They just don't, they just don't get here, you know, and um, they've got a really short window of, freshness so um yeah they're arriving and then we've booked some more coffees for um september arrival into mm. christmas the next colombian kind of harvests and exciting news there like some great quality coffees for blends yeah the blend daily grind thunderbird it's just gonna get better yes if you think daily grind thunderbird are good now um september that's gonna be really really good we've got some great quality coffees booked yeah. in yeah, I heard bits and pieces of that conversation. That yeah. sounds amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's that's great when we get to work with the Caravella guys. And yeah, so yeah. And in other news, um, we we're going to be roasting coffee for the Tasmanian Aeropress comp, which yeah. is about exactly one month from today, August uh, the fourth. August the fourth, Hobart. Is that a month? Pilgrim Coffee. It's one month. Pilgrim Coffee, Tasmania. Yeah. yeah. So we'll be down. Yeah. We're roasting. Have we decided on a coffee? Oh, yep. is, is that a secret? No, well, yeah, we we won't tell anyone, but we've decided on a coffee. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. I think we we'll just do it in blank bags. Blank bags is that what we're doing? Yeah, I don't know. That's what I've when I've done the errors before they did that. I oh, don't really? Know if they did that for you, but yeah, I don't know. Isn't we'll it all about transparency? Actually? Is it? Oh no, it's like this is the coffee that we're doing. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to talk about it. There's a thing on Basecamp to talk about it. So. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely so anyway, know the coffee. So Air- Aeropress Brewing Competition, we are roasting the coffee, and I think the boys are going down to judge it as well. Mm. Yeah, that's yeah. going to be exciting. So, I'm, so. I'm frothing to get down there and, and see Pilgrim as well. Like Those guys, legends. They've yeah. you know, been serving our coffee religiously you, week to week. You've got a history down there, Mike. I, I just yep. want to see the place. So Yeah, yeah can't it's wait. It's a great spot. Yeah, It's a great spot in winter as well. Yeah, right. Like, are all the tickets sold? Don't know, but he said he's budgeting for 30 com- competitors. Right. So I think there's like... Probably going to be like more like twenty to twenty five. One thing that I really was really was difficult when I when I did I did the errors a couple of years in a row I think, and um, just getting the coffee on time and getting enough of it. 
so we're going to make sure we roast heaps of coffee and we get the coffee to them as soon as possible so that they can mm. all practice. Yes, it's going out on Tuesday, the practice stuff. Practice stuff. And then another round. For, for the comp. For the comp a couple of weeks later. Yeah. So it'll arrive there four days before the comp and it'll have nine days up, uh, after roast. Do, do so they get take the comp coffee away or do they... No, they comp coffee. They don't get on. the comp. They, they get a practice co- coffee and then on the night of the comp, when they, they check get, in, they get they their get comp the bag. coffee. Yes. You know, probably a couple of hours there'll before. Be no, there'll, be, there'll be no dropping, you know... You know, geisha, ge- geisha balls in your yeah. bag. <laughs> it's like a handful of geisha in that bag. Yeah. Like, Why does this coffee taste like? Uh. <laughs> You're just giving so many people. Good, like an idea because <laughs> there is a time where you're like you're on your own you're practicing with your, your coffee so we'll be able to taste it yeah, we will we, we, we'll we be can, able to taste yeah. it <laughs> that guy keeps going to the bathroom yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what coffee you been brewing oh, oh, by the way we've got this decent coffee machine it's been great decent yeah. espresso um, if you don't know about it have a look online decent espresso developed yeah. by Scott Rayo, oh, he's the product designer and the main guy's John. John. Don't know he John's is just like a tech wizard. He yeah, loves yeah. coffee. Loves yeah. coffee. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that espresso machine's been amazing. Like, uh, I, I can safely say that the coffee <clears throat> tastes sweeter and cleaner at a high strength. Yeah. So like if you have a long black and it just blows you apart because it's too strong, like too complex, and you just, you can have a long black. Using that's a little bit of audio feedback. Is that better? There we go. Um, uh, you can have a long black at high strength, like four or five percent, and there is clarity. Mm. So mm. definitely, yeah. greater clarity at a higher strength. Yeah, would and, you agree? And absolutely, totally. And the body is yeah. it? Like it, obviously, it's still you know like light roast brew ratio, and and still that same sort of thin. It's not like a double resi or anything like that, but. The body it's is just light but silky. And yeah. silky. Yeah. Mouth coating. Yeah. yeah. Less channeling. Yes. And more of the fats. Exactly. More of the fats in the cup. Yeah. And, yeah. And, uh, but I also notice that when, when you get those super high body shots out of the decent, that the acid drops as well. So yeah. does, there is a swap going on, right? Yeah. Mm. So the higher acid cups are more pointy and less, have less body and the, and, but you definitely get a balanced cup out of it. You know, you yes, get, you get a cup that's mm. yeah, yeah. You just get that less of that, a less less Tart. of a range of under extraction. Yes, yeah. and you were trying to brew V sixty out of it the other day, Mike. <laughs> yeah, that was a stupid idea. Didn't work. <laughs> Didn't work. Oh, yeah. good try. I will get Apparently, that. you can do it, but <laughs> yeah. as you said, Nico, you should just be able to do it in the porter filter. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, that's what the batch was for, isn't it? Yeah. Like the batch grills, like just just sends water out at the right temperature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right tool for the right job. But yeah, yeah. I, 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 you know, I think on that note, like everyone's aut- trying to automate batch brew. Like batch brews, the issue is pressure. You know, like so, espresso machines do this high pressure thing, and and there's channeling regardless. Like the coffee, the water bypasses some of the coffee at some point, and that can create sharp flavors. And reduce body but if you can control that extraction so that you get the water touches all the coffee particles there's no dry spots or dead spots within the park then all that water touches all of the coffee and everything extracts evenly and you get you get a faster period beverage mm. but then as soon as you start using the espresso machine to just distribute water for a v60 then you, you could just use a kettle that yeah that, that'll work that would be. <laughs> <laughs> but, what, do, uh, what do they call that but but um i can see i can see the point like you can adjust the flow yeah and that and that would obviously help and it's very very consistent in flow yeah so temperature and so theoretically you can produce this pour over that has a control flow so it's really repeatable yeah yeah and and, a single cup yeah which i suppose has a benefit yeah i just wanted to see how it would do the one cup brewer thing like a I'm sure you could program it to do it yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen some profiles that are kind of very square looking like on, off, on, off. Digital. Like, yeah. Pulsing. Like like a digital wave. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the coffee's great and we're sort of at, just at step one now. Like we've yeah. got our base profile and, and now we I was can. thinking about hacks, like, you know, like, you know, 
motors that you could bolt onto like old Sonesos that have all this stuff built into it. Yeah. Because really, it's just flow and pressure that we're adjusting. You're not really adjusting. We're not doing temperature profiling yet, are we? No. Is it actually adjusting the temperature at the park? Well, it's got a sensor that you can. Yeah, right. So you can, well, yeah, you can adjust. Sensor or coffee. Yeah, coffee or water. Uh, Yeah. Brew head or... Basically, it just pumps out boiling water and then it has a small tube of cold water to add to it. Yeah, right. yeah it to mixes. bring it down and then doesn't mix. Yeah, doesn't mix. It takes a, takes a sample. Doesn't mix. Takes a sample. Mm. Yeah, it does. It's got a lot of whole of apparently artificial learning in there. Apparently, yeah, right. It's it's just so techy. Kind of blows my mind. Mm. I went to do a firmware update on the other day because it got lit and I was like, oh, I'll leave that for Mike. <laughs> <laughs> you come back and the screen's 8-bit <laughs> <laughs> like, like it was the other day yeah. it looked like an Atari <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah cool so um, Luke's question Luke's question yeah um, let's get into it yeah maybe we'll just you can just edit it back in here or but basically we're just going to be talking about brew ratios and, and, and why they matter so to, to recap on this question, there's three parts to it. Why why do brew ratios matter? Uh, why does under and over extracted taste the way it does? And why do we choose a longer shot for milk and a shorter shot for black coffees? Yeah, why the two shot two shot lengths? Mm. And and look, you know, go back and listen to. Um, uh, I think it's about about 15 minutes in from. <clears throat> um, Episode number 12, Darling is Dead, because there's a lot of why we do it. But, you know, this is, you know, why do we brew, why do brew ratios matter? I mean, I know a lot of coffees um, that you can buy from other roasters have a varying brew ratio. So, like, one week the coffee will do this, and the next week it'll do that, and and that's all well and good. But we, we decided that our coffee, w- what matters to us is that it's easy to use. and And there's no question that... You put the coffee into the grinder and in, and brew a, a, an espresso. And if you're doing exactly what you did yesterday, um, and you got a new coffee today, theoretically, if you're within the same brew ratio, and we you know with with the coffee that you put in and the and the coffee that comes out and the shot time, then there's no question that it's close to great. You know, within those same parameters, so that. It just gives you like you know just if, just say you wanted to open an awesome espresso bar with like six coffee six of our coffees on the bar and have all of them available to your customers. Theoretically, you, you know you could have the same grind setting on an EK for all those coffees. Theoretically, um, and that's why and the same button on the espresso machine for the amount of espresso being dispensed or water being dispensed, just to make it easy. Yeah, so mm. you press that button. And it does exactly what it did for the last coffee, yeah. and that means it takes the labour out, and it, and our product's premium. Yep, and our, no our wastage. Product, our product is awesome. Yeah, you know, I can safely say that now. We can safely say that now. It's awesome. It mm. works. It's never the coffee. Um, so you can go from one coffee to another. And if you've never tasted that coffee before, like just say it's an Ethiopian, you've never tasted or a Gesha or something awesome that's expensive, you put in the grinder, you do exactly what you did with the other coffee that you just served that was awesome, and it'll taste completely different because it's a different coffee. And you'll have the confidence to go, all right, that's this coffee. You look at the tasting notes and it all works. Yeah. You're not kind of... And then hopefully that first cup that you brew that's in Brew Guide, you can drink and enjoy you're not in this turbulent world of, you know, 40 espressos trying to find the sweet spot, you know. Mm. Does that, does yeah. that, and that, that's why brew ratios matter to us and to you. Yeah. Um, you can certainly brew outside the brew guide. You know, you can do other things. Um, you just open yourself up to other variables yeah you can brew at higher pressures and lower pressures and you can brew at lower doses and higher doses and lower yields and high high yields but the only way you can do that safely is by having a, a refractometer and that you can test the coffee coffee's extraction percentage 
and then you can safely taste the coffee and know that what you're tasting is the coffee and not over or under extraction. Mm. There are certain flavors with um, under extraction, which is generally sourness um, and flatness or weirdness. And then over extract is generally bitterness, harshness. Um, yeah, it's definitely easier to taste over extracting. Like, oh, it's bitter. It's over. Yes. Whereas yeah. Under can be like, oh, but, something but, but, isn't right here. It's but I've had a lot of people f- call <coughs> under extraction over extraction because it's weird. Mm. So if, if you're thinking it's harsh and there's a weird component in it of some sort, it's generally under. And the window for extraction is really narrow. So, like, you know, if you imagine, um, you know, we're all, just imagine you're brewing an espresso shot and, and, the, and, the, and the brew ratio is 20 in, 50 out. That's what, we're spo- that's what we're suggesting to brew at. You know, anything under 46 out would probably be sour, right? So, this mm. is, so from, from zero grams to 46 grams, there's this big window of under extraction. Mm. Yeah? Yeah where theoretically you could serve a coffee you could serve it 20 in 20 out it would look like coffee but it wouldn't taste like coffee it'd be sour mm-hmm. you know all the way up to 46 grams and then at 46 grams it'll start to taste better and at 47 be servable and 48 would be awesome 49 could be awesome 50 could be awesome you know but then once you go over that point it starts to, to get bitter and then the flavor kind of stays in that world of bitterness well, what I'm trying to get at is the coffee tastes best just before it's bitter. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. You, you just make a make a coffee till it's, you think it might be, say you're just given a random coffee, you just brew it until it's bitter, then just dial back your yield or dial back your grind setting a little bit coarser until it, you hit that spot. And yeah. they are very small increments till you get that sweet spot. But the window for like a great coffee is pretty big with us. Like oh. it's pretty big. And then yeah, it's and just most, like making most, it perfect. Most of the feedback I get when I'm at, is that, oh, that's great, but I, I've tasted better, you know? And it's like, yeah. well, great. What's it out of 10? Eight. All right, cool. We're there. Yeah. Right, yes. let, let, let's You're just start serving just some coffee. Let, let's yeah. just start serving some coffee and let's work on that. And not drink straight espresso. Don't get into that world of drinking straight espresso behind the bar. Just, dilute it with some water even if it's cold water you will learn so much by doing that rather mm. than just drinking straight and save those straight espresso shots for knowing when you, when you know you're in the brew guide yeah. you don't get that palate fatigue so mm. why do brew ratios matter ease of use no wastage confidence and it's awesome why not like yeah. if, like, like like we have to be if we can we have to be awesome we have to be awesome like at doing our job of roasting and quality control for you to be able to have a consistent brew guide i mean those brew guides were done three years ago four years four years ago five years ago yeah you know 2012 is that six years ago you know that's when those brew guides were created 20 in 50 out eight percent beverage strength Mm. that's what we want as out of our singles and daily grind blends 20 in 40 out thunderbird nine to ten percent yeah strength but that varies depending on the grinder yeah, yeah. the grinder defines that extraction that you yeah. can reach you'll get a full one percent difference with an ek yeah in mm. that strength yeah mm. you brew to the best cap- the brew to the grinder's capabilities yeah which varies yeah, yeah. like a home grinder if you're using a refractometer that the home grinder might only reach 19 percent extraction before mm. it t- start tasting bitter yeah and a robo might be 20 percent or 19 and a half 20 percent a mythos might be 21 percent or 20.5 percent and then ek will be 22 percent mm. and on that note theoretically theoretically <clears throat> um you know you are getting stronger coffee out of an ek yeah, not theoretically. Yes. You actually yeah. are. Yeah, you're you've got a higher coffee. extraction. Yeah, there's more coffee being dissolved out of that coffee, more coffee solid, solid, more soluble coffee being dissolved. Well, that that out of out of that coffee, that percentage is a total 
dissolved solids. So 22% of the ground coffee you put into the portafilter has ended up in the cup as yeah, it's like four, dis- it's like four, four grams of coffee being is being dissolved in that in that water. Yeah, whereas when you drop down to say below nineteen percent, it's less than four grams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which means you know you, do, you have to dose up to get that strength, the desired strength. Mm. Um, cool. cool. Does that answer that question? I think so. Yeah, I think we we sort of I think we've sort of nailed like the brew ratio on and why does over and under taste the way it does in that in that well, one chunk over is bitter under yeah. is sour. sour salty weird weird yeah. weird's always a really good one i think when you don't know what it is it's probably under yeah yeah yeah, yeah i mean i think that for me it's like sour and then kind of tart and then savory and then flat and then sweet and that's from under extracted to 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 well extract extracted. it yeah, yeah to in, yeah. within the window and then and then it becomes tight harsh bitter yeah yeah you know, tight flavor is puckerish yeah yeah you know like just tight on the palate and like under extracted espresso will mostly just be sour and pointy and that sort of thing but yeah. an under extracted batch up front, full can, on can actually taste right because the strength will be right or something but it'll just taste not, not it'll, right. taste, it'll taste okay and almost there but it could be something like a bypass or a weird technique and yeah. and you've yeah D- definitely definitely with um filter there's almost a larger window for error does that make sense like like like, like you can you serve a, a beverage that's been tds at 1.35 just say and you aim for 1.45 and you just TDS it on the, on the refractometer and you go, oh, that's servable, it's just under to be fine. But that could be bypassed, which means the water's gone over the top of the filter down. So you've got like extracted coffee or over-extracted coffee mixed with water bypassing the filter and you get this kind of weird, sour, bitter, watery mm. flavor. Yeah. And we had all sorts of issues with that, but when we had filters that didn't fit our brewer, yeah, and that was just a nightmare trying to work through all that. Yeah, so it's always a good idea to just have a look at the coffee bed after you brewed to make sure. Yeah. It Don't look- put the lid on. Yeah, or if you're using a Fetco, pull pull it out and make sure that the 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 granules from the bed haven't gone up to the edge of the filter. Mm. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You know, because um, you, you know the 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 TDS meter could read under extracted, but it could have bypassed. Which means it's a mixture of over, you know, because because the, the grinds are too tight. It's a mixture of over extraction, extraction, mixed with under extraction because you haven't got enough water going through it. Mixed mm. with water bypassing, yeah, so it's yeah. kind of get this whole weird thing. Once you taste it, you you remember, you go, oh, that's what that is. I think the point there is like a refractometer or or tools are awesome, but never forget your palate. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, the end result is, does it taste good? It's only, it, it, and, like, and, and it's only, like, it's only confirmation. Yeah. I mean, you know, for us, for us, when we're dialing something, you just say, like, the new decent, you know, you see the first shot come out, and for shits and giggles, you have a taste, just to see what it tastes like. But you know what it's going to taste like. Yeah. And then you use a refractometer to get to that 22% mark on the EK. And then once you get to that 22% mark, then... Let's start tasting it. Yeah. You know, and that's how you use a refractometer in the bar. And if you're not getting 22% out of an EK with our coffee, call us. Yeah. We had, we had an occasion the other day with where a batch brew was sitting on a bar, but because the bar was made out of timber and it warped, the batch brew was slightly uneven. And literally the water was bypassing the filter. Yeah. And, and even if it wasn't, it was getting an it was channeling. Yeah, you could see one side of the bed was dry, the other side was, you know. Yeah. But, you know, they they, they, they they show a lot of care in that cafe, but the lid was on. They wanted to keep, the, the, yeah. the, the lid goes on and, and, and they want to contain the heat and they didn't look at the bed and they just TDS. They still got a refractometer and they TDS everything, but they couldn't get that extraction percentage up, and they, you know. And it was just level out the batch brewer and go a bit finer. Yeah. You know, so call us if you have if you're struggling. It shouldn't be hard. Yeah, yeah. It, it should not be hard. No, you, you guys can probably answer this one. Been ranting. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, go for it, Joe. Yeah, uh, why the why the shot length? 
difference for milk or black. What, why, yeah, why that's your choice? Well, that's, that's just because you're trying to ride the razor's edge, right? You, you're trying to get, you know, the ideal extraction is, is right before it goes bitter. And with your black shot, if you, you, you essentially you're building yourself a little safety net. Um, if it's going to taste epic at 50, but not so great at 51, there's a variance going to come out of your machine. And, and if you're trying to hit 50 every time and you hit 51, that black shot's not going to taste that great. So whereas uh, a 50 gram black shot tastes great, a 47 gram black shot tastes great. So aim for 48 and then you've got that safety net either side. Mm. And, and, and the black shots will taste good between 47 and 50. That's three whole grams. Yeah. Four grams, probably 46 to 50. If, if 50 yeah. tastes good, 46 is going to be servable. Yeah, for sure. You know, let me, let me rephrase that. If 51 is bitter and 51 and 50 is good, then 46 is still servable. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 So, and, and when you start the, that so, bitterness... When you, when you start to get in, you know, you, you say, okay, so, so why would you serve a bitter shot with milk? You know, what, what, once you get over 51 and 52 and 53, those, that bitterness becomes what flavors in the cup. I mean, that's... Yeah, they start to bring a sort of a chocolatey and a caramel flavor into the, into the cup and, and it harmonizes with the, with the fats milk. in milk and the sweetness in milk. Mm. And we had a conversation about this and like, the black... Black shots are kind of got a little bit of acid and, and, and interest, and it's sweet, but there's acid in there. But if and and they and if you add sweetness to the acid, then you can, can get sourness. Yeah. So you ever had one of those like trick bartender shots where they give you lime juice and Bailey's or something? I think it is. Can't remember what oh, they call like it. Like a cement mixer type. Yeah. yeah. What is it? It's basically it's like Bailey's and lime juice, and it's a a prank shot. That bartenders give to like the newbies but a prank shot it's in like a prank. like have this this is really good but it's horrible because it's like this creamy beverage emulsified beverage with lime juice it just goes and splits and oh, it turns, turns into sour yeah kind of so thing. like a really light roast of coffee brewed you know like under extracted with some yogurt with some milk that's <laughs> yogurt and that's and that's why you know an under extracted short shot won't won't be nice in a milky beverage you want it to taste like yeah, harmonious as you said, chocolate and, and, and milk. And, and, and if we're appealing to everyone, like I think a touch over extraction with well prepared milk that's stirred into the stirred into the coffee. Like when you're pouring your milk into your coffee, there's you're not just trying to float 100 percent of the the coffee. You just yeah. you're trying to stir the milk into the coffee so that it becomes a whole beverage. Like hmm. then. The, that flavor is going to become more like a dark chocolate flavor. Yeah. And, and we, we, you know, like Mark Schubert's, if you're listening to Mark, I hope I get this right. You prefer like a milk chocolate kind of flavor. So your shots were closer. His shots were kind of closer to 50, you know, whereas, whereas, you know, remember Dave from Bayleaf, mm. you know, he, pre- he preferred more like a, you know, dark chocolate kind of flavor in, and that more, more kind of structured. Yeah you know um milk beverage so he would pour a longer shot yes and and i guess sorry i just grabbing my coffee from mike thank you mike um, you can like mark used to do one shot and he used to do 50 yeah. grams but he was every, every shot was 50 grams. he was perfection yeah, totally. he was absolute perfection every shot was weighed yeah. in every shot was weighed out yeah. and and you can do that if every shot's in and out and and you're a master but not every, not we're not. If you're going to weigh every single bev- every single beverage out, if you're going to weigh every single beverage out, you can't do twenty fifty. No, you got to do twenty fifty two, twenty forty eight. Yeah, and then that way, and if you, if you do miss weighing one cup out, but the time's right, then you might be able to get away with it. Yeah, your chances yeah. are if you've weighed in, range. if you've weighed in and the time's right, chances are your machine variance is yeah. is within yeah. the tolerances that you've built into your brew guide. Whereas if you if you don't if you're on fifty that tolerance doesn't yeah. exist. There's no room for variation in your machine. Yeah. So have we have we covered that? Yeah, I think so. 
if we haven't covered or if you are very interested by all that and want to know more, I would just suggest going back to episode 12 and listening to The Dial and Is Dead to hear a little bit more about why we do this and why we choose to make coffee easy for you. And we work really, really hard to make sure that the coffee works within those brew ratios. Mm, yeah. <clears throat> We're working on another system now we discussed this morning, but um, just to help a little bit further, but more to come on that. Um, if we can, if we can nail it, yeah. the, the plus one, yeah. plus two. Yeah, that, We're that, working on us. Oh, you can explain it. Well, it started with Nico coming in this morning, and he was going to make some espressos on the decent coffee machine, and he wanted to brew a Kenyan. And he's like, you know, where are you where are you grinding the Kenyan espresso? And I said, oh, just three above our standard notch, and plus three above. And we thought that'd be awesome if we could have an interactive dial or a dial that you could print out or see that matched your EK and it was you were calibrated we were all calibrated to a, a certain zero point or a certain well, you know mark mark where we where the coffee tastes great then if you know we release a coffee like the Ethiopian or Kenyan which are just generally more soluble coffees so they need to be a little bit coarser we could just say here's this week's dial or this is the dial whether the uh the Kenyan or Ethiopian sits on the dial plus three above our zero. Yeah. Mm. How we work that out, I don't know, but it's a possibility. I, I think we just work it. I think we just work it into our, our um, um, into our app for now. Mm. You know, like the coffees and then the calibration point plus one, plus two, plus three. And then the bristers that are interested, they know as long as they've got the same dial as us, they can just add three little marks to their grinding point from where they normally mar- normally mm. grind. Yeah. As, as long as they know that the Kenyan is plus three, so then when they get a Colombian and that's zero, then they can go back to that. Yeah, just find, find your zero where 22% beverage tastes amazing. Yeah. And, and that's your, that's your yeah. zero calibration point and yeah. plus one, plus two from that, minus one. Yeah, but likewise, if it's plus three for Kenya... And then you go to a Columbia and it's zero. Then you just know to come down three notches. Yeah. But we'll, we'll, we'll try and print out a sticker that can fit onto your mm. EK that just works for everyone that's replaceable and easy. Or if anyone wants to come and help us put out a 3D printer together, <laughs> then we'll, we'll print you <laughs> we'll print all the dial. Daily, yeah. 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 So. That'd be so good. Yeah, no, that's, that's a funny one. Like, can we, let, let's just... Nico, Nico decided he wanted to buy a 3D printer, which is awesome. I love, I love that, like... You're into that stuff and it's cool, but still sitting there. If you bought, if he bought it in a kit form, he got a much better rate. I think about twenty five. You paid twenty five percent of the full price. Like a thousand bucks less is to buy it in a kit form. Yeah, so he bought it in a kit form. Still sitting it's, there. It's still in the box. <laughs> I, I think we should do the video series, putting together a three D printer, and we just film an hour every week trying to do it. I think yeah. we should do that, yeah. and and then we'll upload that on the comedy channel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. Cool. Cool. Ah, oh, Lewis, Lewis Coffees goes yeah. full circle. Yeah. So this morning we got an email from Monique at uh, Caravella um, and Mark. With some awesome photos of Luis Edier Reynoso holding two bags of his coffee that we'd uh, sent over to him. We sent it over with a, a letter as well that was translated into Spanish um, and he looked stoked. Yeah, it's so good to see all of our customers support the whole harvest. Yeah. Like, you know, like all the, and the coffee quality was there. Oh, sure. yeah. Yeah, you know, like that variety blend is, Yep. that's COO winning stuff. Like yeah. it, it yeah. really is. It's like... 87, 88 Colombian coffee, like it's as good as it gets. Yeah, it was. You know, awesome. that's so funny because it's just a blend of the Couture and the and the Bourbon. Mm. Uh, and a little bit, there's a, actually on that menu note, there's a little bit of Bourbon left. So this week, one roast. So one roast. This, you know, the Bourbon for me was it's my coffee of the year. Yeah, but so far for me. But um, um, so yeah. Thanks for, thanks for Monique and Mark to um, get the coffee. Yeah, across to him. We've got, awesome. some, we've got yeah. some photos which we'll include, maybe on on uh, on on the social show notes. media and and yeah and newsletter and show notes. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, just awesome. awesome. We'll yeah. look forward to more coffee from him next year. Yeah, cool. <clears throat> coffee menu: espresso, Harawachu, Ethiopia, Mary Cooper, 
Ecuador, Luis Catura. We've got lots of this coffee, so embrace it. Uh, Colombia, Luis Catura. It'd be great as a milk blend, so if you guys want to serve it a, a week as, as, as milk, let us know. Uh, beautiful as coffee. Be- I mean, amazing black as well, like, you know, extraordinary. Mathangini, Kenya, which is sugary, sweet goodness. Yes, orange juice. And uh, the core Ethiopia arre- arrest this week, just yeah. just because we've got a full espresso menu, giving you guys a chance for the Harawachu um, on, on espresso. And and big blocks there as well. That's in the blends, but big blocks in there as well. Yeah. yeah. So if you want your Ethiopian core hit, just go big block. Yeah. Because that's in there. Yeah. There's a lot of it in there. Yeah. And it tastes awesome. I haven't tasted that yet. Oh, did you cup it on Tuesday? No. Yeah. Not on the not, not on the public production. No. Production. It was good. It was really good. Filter. Filter. Take it out. Uh, Murray Cooper is joining the filter team from Ecuador. Can't wait to taste that through the batch brewer. It's got epic intensity um, and clarity too. Yeah, clean. So clean. So clean. Uh, Kore, Ethiopia, still hanging about in there. Um, beautiful PG. <sighs> That's what we're drinking now. Bergamot, right? Earl Grey tea. Just is that what amazing. we're drinking now? Yeah. 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 It's, it's just so drinkable. You can just drink it all day. We've been drinking it all week, which is, it's good that you can drink it all day. I um, I made a mistake <laughs> last week on allocations. and so You've been drinking a lot of it. I well, noticed that. Well, we we got a whole bunch of retail orders after we'd roasted all the coffee. Oh, you're right. So all the coffee that was scheduled for our bar got sold, and we've just been drinking Corey all week, <laughs> every coffee. <laughs> Sorry, Mike, <laughs> as you were. It smells so beautiful. Um, it's like a bouquet of flowers, chocolate, amazing. caramel. So much floral, so much tea. Mm. Uh, but there's so much coffee in there as well. Yeah. It's not like, it's, it's not, it's not like this weird, like, full-on Ethiopian coffee. It's like coffee flavors with, like, yes. jasmine and yeah. Yeah. pear. Yeah, and, yeah, it's not too delicate. It's like nashi pear. And just, mm. Like, seriously, this stuff is awesome. <laughs> yeah. So good. Um, Kenya, Mothingini. Um Man, that's a great coffee. Orangey, juicy, beautiful, great, clean, and great interpretation toffee. of that. You guys have really nailed the roast on that. Like the, we're actually yeah, discussing we, 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 like we, yeah. Tuesday morning. We're like cupping it. We're like, this really isn't your typical Kenyan. Yeah, but and, yeah, and yeah, that's it, cool. Yeah, but you know what? If you throw that coffee into the roaster and just put your pe- put the pedal to the metal, like you it, would do, you would do. It, it would, would taste. It would taste like a grapefruity, high citrus. Yep. You know, tipped Kenyan. Mm. Mm. You know, but the fact that you guys have really worked. I mean, the guys have worked. Everyone out there, the guys have worked so hard on that roast profile, like constantly shimming the ends. Yeah, just a little bit, little each bit, week. little bit, little bit. So the inter- I mean, the first roast was amazing, but this is if you put them, we should put them side by side. I don't know if we got the first roast. Still, we'd have one of the very first though, because yeah. it's probably been with us for like it's been with us two months now. Yeah. Amazing, crazy. We'd have Amazing. like one of the second rows. So. I mean, you should know. You work very hard on those profiles, like that. That Corey. Oh man, how did like, I take up the cup this week? Yeah, I mean, it. The filter was just epic. Yeah, really epic, and it's come a long way because I I remember when I first tasted it, like I loved it, but the espresso roast was clearly better in the cupping bowl than the filter roast, yeah. and that just shouldn't really be the case. Yeah. But. Uh, now that filter bowl is just next level shit. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Good work, Mike. That's been part of learning how to use the lowering as well. Yeah. It's just and it, a little bit different. It really minute changes. Yeah. If you, if you actually understood the changes that we've made for that coffee to taste the way it tastes, like it's literally like five seconds extra on the roast and yeah. half a degree or something. Yeah. Is that right? Well, it's coming back in, in degrees just to get the solubility right. But yeah, it's a little bit longer in the roast yeah, right. after first crack. You know, the time where the, the coffee's... Um, it's dried out. It's 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 moisture's gone, and it's, it, it, that it's, extra time then is just sweetness and developing the flavour. We just increase that time by a few seconds, and it can't be as few seconds because <laughs> it's like yeah. five seconds difference. Yeah, like if you think like so, we roast the coffee for twelve and a half minutes or eleven and a half minutes or whatever. Was it twelve minutes? <laughs> or, yeah, for a, a full batch. Yeah. 12, 12, twelve minutes. To 12 so minutes. we roast the coffee for twelve minutes. It's like how many seconds is that? It's like. Seven hundred twenty seconds, and five seconds matters. 
Mm. Yeah. You can, and not, not only does it matter, you can actually taste it. Like it's yeah. not, it's not hocus pocus. You mm. can actually taste it. Yeah. Last coffee on the filter menu. Is the Lewis Edia Renoso Bourbon. This is the coffee rose. of the year for me. Mm. <laughs> Could we spread, I thought we'd can run we free, out actually. Can we freeze like five kilos of it? <laughs> Probably. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, we will have to bust out that I, chest I, I would love to. I would love to like put some of his coffees away because we, we're going to try hard to well, we, we're getting some samples of lewis's coffee this year again yeah. through at main harvest um and uh it'd be nice to do a last year this year renaissance that would be awesome i've got lots of room in my freezer at home Good. <laughs> i'm not sure how safe i don't, I don't trust you though. i'm not sure how safe the coffee is you. hey <laughs> It's like, hey, Joe, where's that coffee from last year? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Got some peas. <laughs> I was speaking to, on a freezing coffee note, um, Callum Jubb. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Callum Brisbane Jubb? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he's a barista up in Brisbane. Um, hey, Callum. Hey, Callum. How do you? I think he listens to the podcast a bit. Yeah, that's um, good. I, I caught up with him the other week in Brisbane, and he was saying how his freezer at home, he's got a big double-door freezer, and it's just coffee. He has to go to his parents' house to get like chips and peas out of the freezer because <laughs> he just he buys stuff and just freezes it green and and brown yeah yeah right that's awesome <laughs> that's cool that's awesome. i hope he doesn't have a blackout yeah, yeah. what did we do for that, that? huh we, we, we oh we've we, got coffee in the freezer and it's in a styrofoam box with ice packs in it so that if, the, if the power does go out we've got some time yeah <laughs> battery back do the uh, seinfeld episode with the frogger machine what's that with oh. george going you know that when this is going on a tangent George buys that Frogger machine from the pizza shop and oh. arcade machine and he has to get it across the road plugged into power. Oh, and it's yes. a, Yeah. <laughs> I didn't see that one. You haven't seen that one. It's like the, probably top five episodes. Yeah. Uh, How do you get the power across the road? He plugged it in. He, he plugged it in and, and played a game of Frogger in the New York traffic and it got hit by a truck. Yeah. He lost his... He did it because he had a high score. He had the high score. Yes. On Frogger. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't watched that show in so long. Oh, over, to, over to the blends. Yes. Over to the blends. Big um, block. Do it. Yeah. Do it. Do it, Joe. Big block. Eighty percent Corey, twenty percent Mothangini. Uh, that's espresso and filter. So omni roast. Uh, essentially, so white, our, our black filter. Yeah, you can run that puppy on all brew methods with milk, with without milk. Just that. Just run that puppy. It's amazing. Uh, and, and there's discount like it's forty two dollars on our menu, but like there's a discount for um, um, fifteen uh, kilos or more. Fifteen kilos or more, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And talk to us, like we want you to serve it. Yeah, you yeah. want to run that as your house blend. Yeah, we'll, we'll just we'll just work it out. Just do talk, it. Talk to us. We yeah. just want everyone to experience what two African coffees taste like. And it's extraordinary that really you you know in my world, I don't know if you guys agree with this, but it's the only two origins that you can omni-roast successfully. Yeah. Can't omni- no, omni-roast a Colombian. Just doesn't, doesn't work for me. No. no. Either, yeah, one's weird and one's great or... Yeah. 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 And, so. and that, you know, from a technical perspective, that's a post-blend too, isn't it, Mike? So they are... It's an omni-roast, but it's... So is it post-blend? Yeah. You've post-blended yeah. those? Yeah. 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 Of course you have. Because yeah. they're, dif- they're different intents. Different yes. intents. And different and- which is different to... Everything we talk about. But anyway, so, so like that is a masterpiece, that. So solubility tested, they both work extraordinarily well. Yeah. yeah. Well done. Yeah. Thanks. Kudos. Awesome. I'm happy. Thunderbird. Thunderbird, 80% uh, San Ignacio from Peru, 20% San Fermin, Colombia. Um, Daily Grind, 60% Los Lorenzos, Colombia, and 40% El Paraiso, Colombia. No changes to either of those puppies. They're just... Going strong and tasting epic. So good. El Preso is one of my favorite Colombian coffees. Yeah. We've got some AAA coming, like, which is like, so, so El Preso just, you know, while I say this, El Preso is a, is a co-op, a hundred producers within the Wheeler region of Colombia. It's one of the first coffees that we got from Colombia through Caravella. It's, you know, and it's, uh, they support women in coffee quite strongly as well in, in, in this, um, uh, cooperative, um, and they so basically they produce three grades a double a triple a um we buy all grades and use them accordingly 
Um, but we've got to, you know, to get a triple A grade of El Preso, it's like the best of the farmers have produced. Best of a hundred farmers. Best of a hundred farmers blended together. Yeah. And generally, you know, it's um, um, uh, one variety, generally. So it's generally the, like the Katura. Katura or the Columbia. Sometimes it's a mixture of both if they get that high scoring 86 plus, 87. Mm-hmm. So that's coming. Do we say 10 boxes? I think, yeah, we're. As yeah. much as we can get. I mean, there's not much of it. So as much as we can get. So that'll, that'll be here, I think, um, end of the month. Be interesting for you guys to try that. Yeah. Can't wait. Sick. El Precio. I think we had a double A last year, didn't we? And that was amazing. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> it's almost like those coffees are underscored, eh? Mm. Happy to pay more for those because they're just extraordinary. Yeah. Sick. Um, any questions? Hit us up. Thanks Hit for the question, up. Luke. Seriously, yeah. it was it was, um, it was fun and lets Had, us reiterate some stuff yeah. that we do. We love when customers are engaged and connected and yeah. and it helps and, us. Ah, oh, you know, like that it pushes conversa- us. Yeah, that we had a conversation, went through some of the old episodes, had a chat. Like it's twenty minutes, bef- twenty minutes, half an hour preparation for that little discussion on your question, Luke. But it's awesome, and that's all we want. Like. And it creates this content that's yep. here forever. Yeah. So yeah. You, when you're in the cafe or you're talking to a friend about a barista who's having some, you know, they're having issues with something or they don't understand a certain part about coffee, you're like, oh, yeah. I'll just share this with them. And, and we use it all the time when you're like chatting to a barista and they're like, you need to listen to this episode. Yes. Yeah. We, we might try and number the episodes better and maybe maybe redo some of the the the... the the images to suit the episode numbers. But again, back to dialing it there. That's a really good episode. I listened to that, you know, um, a couple of weeks back. From about 15 minutes, I think, I recall, just if you wanted to get straight to the point, like that's from 15 minutes, it Really, we really do nut out why we do what we do and why brew ratios matter. So if you're, if you're still serving, if you're serving our coffee and, and you're still trying to surf different doses and different beverage weights and different times and not following the brew guide listen to darling is dead mm. you should be turning up to work and brewing that first cup of coffee should be perfect mm. yeah first cup every time every time you know what mm. i hate about brewing espresso what every time i brew an espresso for you guys there's only two and there's three of us yeah, we've got to I yeah. bring back the triples <laughs> 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 okay oh, i'm gonna have to make Four, and that means there's one left over. <laughs> I don't. That's not really a problem in my world. I, I just, just drink, drink it. Grind <laughs> <laughs> wisely. Uh, Carp honestly. Brew with confidence. Marvel Street Coffee. Drink yes. it. <laughs> <laughs> Have fun in Bali, Joe. Yeah, see, see you guys see in we, a couple of weeks. I love you. you. Bye. Bye.